Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia. But guess what? Heard all across the world, wide web. Hello, dolls. Hello, gents. Yes, yes, yes. Listen, they're calling for snow here on the East Coast in Virginia. Uh, So I appreciate all of you that are listening in. You might be getting ready to run to the grocery store. to pick up a few extra things, so we appreciate you. And then certainly all of our listeners that are coming in from Twitter and from Facebook, those that are hanging out on the phone lines, hey, welcome. And, of course, all of our broadcast stations and our mobile app listeners, we thank you, and those that may be listening from an Amazon Alexa device, we thank you as well for checking us out here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. So, as always, we have another phenomenal wonderful show lined up just for you. So hanging out with me in the virtual uh, green room, going to be coming up to the mic momentarily. I have Stacy Rodriguez joining us of Fresh, Fierce, Flavored Food, LLC. Listen, this is our health and wellness segment. Her aim is to introduce people to a way of clean eating they are used to by bringing in fierce flavor to clean meals, uh, and it's going to leave you wondering, oh, my goodness, this is so healthy and it tastes so good. How can that combination be? Yep, yep, yep. And she enjoys not only meal prepping for those that are embarking on a healthy journey, but also teaching others um, the connection between simplicity and success when it's in relation to your health and your wellness goals. So Stacy Rodriguez is going to be coming up first in our first segment of Fresh, Fierce, Flavored Food, LLC. But then, listen, we want you to stick around and uh, stay connected because in our second segment, we have two dynamic dynamic ladies that are joining us that are doing big things to really move the needle on um, diversity and hiring and all of that. And so we're so excited to feature Go Higher University. Yep, 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 Go Higher University is coming up in our second segment. And the CEO uh, of Go Higher University, the founder of Go Higher University, is Tasha Burks, and she is also CEO of T. Burks and a Associates, uh, which is an executive recruiting firm based in Charlotte, North Carolina, and she founded Go Higher University. Listen, over uh, the last decade, this savvy CEO has built relationships across the U.S. while knocking down barriers for women in male-dominated industries by introducing diversity in the workplace and now she is on a mission and preparing college students for success after college. And then we're excited in that same segment to have, uh, I'm going to call it her, her running mate, her team, her buddy, Michelle Horton, uh, who is the president of Go Higher University. And she spent over a decade in corporate America developing marketing strategies uh, for leading brands. She currently serves as a director of experiential learning and leadership development at Wake Forest University School of Business. So you'll hear from those two dynamic ladies later on. So this is what I want you to do. Jump on Facebook, jump on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you are, and say, hey, you need to come over, and you need to come over right now. 
and listen to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show uh, as we get ready to talk about our health and wellness in this first segment. So I know, I know, many of you may have made resolutions, or some of you have not made resolutions, but you just said, you know what, I'm going to purposely put my health and my overall wellness on the forefront, on the front burner of my life. And so we're here to help you today. With Stacey uh, Rodriguez, I'm bringing her up uh, to the mic right now, uh, live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Stacey, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me, Charvette. This is wonderful. It's a great opportunity to be here. Oh, listen, we're glad to have you uh, back by popular demand. So you've, you've been in the virtual studio before, and uh, actually last time you were here, uh, we were talking about your appearance on the Dr. Oz show. And so um, many, many moons later, you are still um, there promoting <laughs> health and wellness. So t- talk a little bit about um, the Dr. Oz show, just to catch up our new listeners, and then how that moved you into this area of health and wellness. Sure. So back in 2009, um, I had the opportunity of being one of the healthy housewives of Dr. Oz. And basically, Dr. Oz and crew took over um, my life as well as my other two girlfriends for 90 days. And we were told, hey, you guys have 90 days to drop um, three dress sizes. So, And he was like, and by the way, there's no gimmicks. You can't do any crash diets. You can't do no crash courses. Don't go killing yourself. We need America to know that everyday women who are, we work, you have families, you can do this. So that's where the journey began, and that's really where um, I had to face the relationship that I had with unhealthy eating habits. Um, I come from a Hispanic family, you know, we're Puerto Rican, so there was always a pork shoulder on the weekends and rice and beans and fried plantains and fried empanadas, you name it, it was always there. So in the course of doing this, um, the Dr. Oz show, it was all about what is clean eating? Like, what what do you mean by that? Am I just washing the food? Like, I don't get that. Um, So it it was definitely intimidating. Um, But in the course of 90 days, I was actually able to drop four dress sizes. So that one dress size is 10 pounds. That's 40 pounds in a matter of 90 days. And I'd love to say that there was a secret pill that I popped. But it literally was walking 10,000 steps a day and just eating clean and drinking that water. Um, in the course of doing the after the Dr. R show, we came and it left. Um, the passion to, to help others reach their goal was ignited. And I also realized, like, hey, I'm not done yet. There's some other things that I want to do. I still want to kind of keep going towards my goal. Um, so from there, um, we just continued to coach other women, and I continued to just eat clean. I got my family on, you know, eating clean and embracing that. Um, my my dad, he actually has a culinary background. So I grew oh. up in the kitchen watching him cook and watching my mom cook. So cooking was never a problem for me. So when a lot of times when we think clean eating, we just think, oh, you need to eat a boiled piece of chicken and some steamed uh-huh. and even in doing the Dr. Oz show, like that, that did not work for that, that didn't work for me. So it was creating really tasty dishes by going towards natural herbs, cilantro and and parsley and turmeric and ginger and garlic mm. and creating a- adding these spices that added so much flavor. And you didn't need the marinades and I didn't need all the heavy sauce and the salt. And um, from there, my love for clean eating, it just, it just continued to grow. 
And then from there, it just started sharing that information with others also and teaching them how they too can eat clean. Wonderful. And so for those that are listening saying, you know what, now that I think about it, I don't really know what clean eating means either. So can we start with uh, just clarifying for people what it means when people say clean eating? Absolutely. So this is uh, the rule of thumb. If it comes from somewhere that has double arches, is open past midnight, comes in a box, box or is processed, that is dirty. <laughs> that we stay away from. <laughs> That's the dirty stuff. <laughs> That's the dirty stuff. So, you know, your your clean eating, it's really a way of um, eating your lean proteins, your ground turkey, your fish, your chicken. It's incorporating your vegetables without the butter, you know, without the lard, um, fruits, your healthy fats like avocados. Um, and it's, it's, it's staying away from all of the things that are processed, all of the sugar, all of the white stuff, the white rice, the white mm. potatoes. Like those are things that are not clean. All right. So there you have it, listeners, uh, the definition there. And so you mentioned water being a huge part you know, of this of this wellness and health, what do you say to the person that says, I don't like the taste of water, I'm struggling getting my water in? Do you have any tips around that? Absolutely. First, I'm going to tell you, I understand. And although I'm <laughs> at this stage in my life, I still have my struggles. And water can be, water can be challenging. I, I consume about a gallon a day. Sometimes it comes easier than others. I love mm-hmm. to actually add lemon in my water. And adding lemon in the water has so many benefits to the body. Number one, it's, it's considered alkaline. It helps to detox the body, flush out those toxins, and it gives your water a little bit of flavor. Um, you can go on Pinterest and, and so many other websites where you can do um, fruit essence water. So you can slice, whether it be cucumbers or berries, Add that to your water so that you can get that nice flavor and you're not just stuck with that um, that plain flat water taste, so to speak. Um, one thing that I also noticed is sometimes drinking lukewarm water can be a little bit nauseating. So there are times mm. where I just want my ice water, and I'll actually drink the ice water, and that will help me get past that, oh, I don't like this. I don't like this non-taste of the water. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, that's that's good. That is good advice there. And I know, listeners, you have seen probably when you went into hotels and restaurants, and I know the Red Door Spa, they put they put cucumbers in the water, and I've seen restaurants that put strawberries and oranges in the water. Um, so that kind of gives you some ideas. And so uh, clean eating on the go. So somebody saying, hey, I have a pretty kind of transient life. I get home, mm-hmm. the kids, one child has to be at this thing, my husband has to be at this thing. Um, what are some of your go-to kind of quick, clean meals to cook? Um, so first I'm going to say about being on the go, preparation is key. You know, there's, there's that saying, uh, if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. So a lot of times, I mean, meal prepping your foods are going to really help you to be able to have that grab and go. Um, I think for for the busy person, um, it's use your time wisely. Don't work harder, work smarter. There are times that I will pull out of my house if I'm doing my meal prep. I have my George Foreman grill going. I have my crock pot going. I might have something um, steaming on top of the stovetop, and then I have my fish baking in the oven. 
Now, I do this all at one time, so I have all my food cooking at one time, and it's super easy. For the person on the go, I live by the crock pot. You can put your chicken in that crock pot, cook it overnight. You cook it on low, cook it overnight, put some onions in Mm -hmm. there, put some garlic in there, throw some thyme, some sage, a little bit of water. Let that bad boy cook overnight. In the morning, (laughs) it's done. In the morning, it's done. You take it out, you put it in your container, and guess what? You grab and go throughout the day. Um, For those people that travel a lot, um, Mm -hmm. stay on the perimeter of the supermarkets. If you need to make a run into your Kroger or if you want to go to a Whole Foods or whatever, whatever the supermarket is, the perimeter will always be your friend because the perimeter of the supermarkets do not have processed foods. So don't be afraid of the vegetables. You can make yourself a salad. You can go and grab you a rotisserie chicken so you have your protein and you have your vegetables as well. Um, If you have business travel and you're going back to your hotel room, stop at the frozen section, get you the steamable bags of frozen vegetables, get you a rotisserie chicken again, take that back to the hotel, and you got yourself a whole meal. You got your vegetables and you got your protein. And get your get your water in too. Get your water bottle also. Wow. Okay. So did y'all hear that? That was so super easy because just about any restaurant you go to, anywhere uh, that has excuse me, any grocery store you go to, anywhere mm-hmm. that has a hot food section, they're going to have rotisserie chicken. So that is so quick and easy. And the steamable mm-hmm. vegetables. I mean, they are making all kinds of those. Are there things we should watch on the package, like sodium or any sauces like that, with the steamable vegetables? Yes, that's actually a great point, Charvette. Um, if you're doing the steamables, I, I I would recommend don't do anything with any seasoning. Don't do anything with any sauce. You are literally just getting the vegetables plain, and you will steam them. You can also grab, I'm sure the hotel has, like, little packets of, of pepper. Or mm-hmm. you can also get that little plain steamable, nothing in it. There's no salt. There's no seasonings because the seasonings that they have are going to be loaded in sodium. We want to stay away from sodium. Those sauces that are in those um, steamables have sugar. We want to stay away from that. So while you're grabbing your steamable, why don't you grab you a little bunch of cilantro also? Grab you a little bit of olive oil. Get back to that hotel, chop up that cilantro, drizzle that olive oil, Bam, you just added flavor to your vegetables on the go in your hotel microwave. Oh, my goodness, that sounds good. That's cilantro. That's a, so seasonings are so incredibly important. It sounds like, um, you know, the way that you're you're describing it. I'm going to jump into seasonings, but before I go there, I do want to um, bring out, you know, how you help people with the meal prepping that you actually provide that service. So talk a little bit about what you provide. I do. So I actually do provide um, meal prep for the week um, for for my customers. Um, some the weekly packages normally include your snacks, it includes your lunches, it includes your dinners, um, and it's enough that you're able to eat every three and a half to four hours throughout the entire day. So there's a surplus. Um, in addition to providing the meal preps, I also do cooking classes because uh, a lot of people just don't know how to cook these foods. So I'm like, hey, let's go ahead. We'll set up a session, and I'll teach you how to cook that. And I'll even go with you to the supermarket and show you how to shop in the supermarket. I'll show you how to shop in the supermarket and get you a meal on the go. Um, In addition to providing you with the food that's going to feed your goals, 
uh, whether you're a vegetarian, whether you're a vegan, or whether you're on some type of customized plan, I also feel that it's important to teach people how you can do this yourself. I believe in just, you know, in enabling others and teaching others so that they also can maintain this in the event that they're not able to get to me. Oh, wow. Offered by Fresh, Fierce, Flavored Food, LLC. Uh, that's right, listeners. If you just tuned in, you are listening. You're hearing all the great services from Fresh, Fierce, Flavored Food. I feel like I want to wrap it or something like that. But <laughs> Stacey Rodriguez is hanging out here with us in uh, the virtual studio. Welcome to all those that are hanging out on my phone lines. Hey, big sister. My sister's listening in and all those that are listening in from Facebook and Twitter and uh, all of our broadcast stations. And so, I love this. So how can they get in contact with you if they're saying, yes, I I'm, I'm would work best with paired week, you know, of food and also the locations that you service? Okay. So you can actually reach me. Um, I'm on Facebook. That's the Fresh Fierce Flavored Food LLC business page. You can also catch me on my personal page, Stacey Rodriguez. Um, I'm also on Instagram as SFierce Food and as well as SFierce22. Um, I I always tell people, hey, you can even contact me by phone. Um, my phone number is actually um, available also on Facebook. Um, my email is um, sfiercefood at gmail.com. So I try to be as, as transparent and available to people. Um, currently, I'm servicing people from Petersburg to Richmond to Newport News is being added on the list. Um, oh, so wow. It's, it's yeah, so what I what I tell people, if you have a need and you're interested in meals, don't worry about what part of of the Richmond area you live in. Contact me and we will work out, we will work something out to get you your meals. All right, there you have it. You have options. You have options. So I just jumped over to the uh fresh fierce flavored food Facebook page, and I just see something that's so yummy. Vegetarian taco bowl with chipotle yogurt sauce. Oh, my goodness, with some <laughs> rice, and it could be substituted with the cauliflower. So tell us a little bit Correct. about that. Is that like one of the a lunch or a dinner that would be included in the meal prep? Absolutely. That is one um, of the items that can that can be provided. Um, I normally don't provide um, post a menu only because everybody's goals are different, and I hate to post a menu for something that somebody can't eat and then they feel bad. Mm. Um, so mm-hmm. I will normally speak with my customers, or a lot of people will reach out and they're like, hey, please, I kind of need some meals, but I saw that you posted that that vegan taco bowl is a really big one. Um, can I get that? Oh. It's never a problem. Like we, I don't believe in limitations. So if there's something that you're craving and there's a goal that you need to get to, we're not talking about limitations. We're removing limitations and we're getting you what you need. Um, but that vegan taco bowl has actually been, it's it's blown up and people have <laughs> been like amazed by the flavor um, that's in there. I know for the new year with so many documentaries, um, a lot of people are interested in, in going vegetarian or vegan. Yeah. Um, so that vegetarian bowl, that's actually a bowl that can become either, that can be vegan or vegetarian because um, those, are, those are two totally different things. Um, but that is completely meatless. Um, it's seasoned to the gods. <laughs> um, it has brown rice. <laughs> And for those that aren't doing, you know, that they don't, they don't want to have the brown rice, you know, we could substitute the cauliflower rice. There's a lot of substitutions that we can make with those meals. Um, 
But that meal right there, I love to introduce to people who are thinking about going vegetarian because they're shocked at the flavor and how it can even be a good tasting meal. Like they don't even feel like they're missing out on any meat. Wow. That sounds amazing. And so that <laughs> option is can be vegan or vegetarian. Okay. Correct. And, you know, this might be a good place to pause and kind of explain the differences because um, some people may or may not know what, what the difference is between vegan and vegetarian. Okay. So um, vegetarians can still eat. Some of them can eat dairy. They'll eat eggs. Um, obviously, it's, you know, there's no meat. But vegan is a lot stricter. Vegan, veganism is where you're not eating anything that is produced by an animal, harms the animal, there's no honey, there's no dairy. It, um, it's strictly more of a plant-based grain lifestyle. Mm, okay. So if it has an egg, it is not vegan. If it has a yogurt, it is not vegan. Um, that'll be more on your vegetarian side. All right. And so the beautiful mm-hmm. thing is that you are able, sounds like for the meal prep options, you're able to customize. Um, so kind of three different customizations. So if you're vegan, you have something. If you're vegetarian, you have something. But then if you're saying, well, I'm not vegan, I'm not vegetarian, but I still want something healthy. So like, for instance, right. the taco bowl, would you make that with like a ground turkey? Yes, I would actually do that with either a lean ground turkey or a ground chicken. Oh, mm-hmm. I haven't had ground chicken. Does it taste mm-hmm. similar to the ground turkey? Um, Kind of, sort of. You see, ground chicken can tend to get a little bit dry, so you really okay. have to know it and pay attention to how you're cooking that so that you can maintain the moistness. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay, so listeners, you can hear Stacy has so much knowledge and experience um, in this area, and really it's like the voice of experience, the VOE we call it. Um, She's done it. She's been through it. She's going through it with you, and Mm -hmm. she can help prepare a meal for you. So one more time for our listeners, for those that are saying, yes, I need the meal prep service, how can they get in contact with you? So go ahead and email me at sfiercefood at gmail.com. You can contact me on Facebook on the business page at Fresh Fierce Flavored Food LLC or Stacy Rodriguez. On Instagram, I'm S Fierce Twenty Two or S Fierce Food on Instagram as well. All right, thank you, thank you. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about um, some of the spices. And so I, you mentioned, and that's not necessarily a spice, but cilantro, and but you said mm-hmm. earlier kind of ginger and turmeric. Um, what mm-hmm. are your, like in your um, kitchen, like your go-to kind of spices and condiments and herbs that you like always have on hand? Okay, so I always have ginger, parsley, okay. cilantro, uh, turmeric root, uh, lemongrass is um, is one that I just recently um, adopted and keep keep in the house. Um, green onions and onions, always oh, right. like sweet onions from red onions to sweet onions to yellow onions because they will all give you different flavors. Stay in the house. Wow. And you know what? I just fell in love with lemongrass tea. I went to the Bahamas 
um, last Christmas 2016, and the um, the ship, the little tour guide, took us to this little place that does herbal teas, and mm. they had this lemongrass tea. And I'm telling you, like, if I ever have, like, a um, – if I feel like a cold is coming or an yeah. allergy – I drink it and it's like I'm done. I'm good. Like it settles it's, this. I don't know what's in that lemongrass, but it so does. So refreshing. So refreshing. And it's great to add to your juices and smoothies where it gives it that nice essence for you. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, wow. So listen, now you have a shopping list um for things that Stacy has on the go. Now, some of you are saying, okay, but I need to be able to go to the store with Stacy. So she has that service available. So if you're saying, you know what, if I, um, if I could just go one time, then, you know, I would have it. So connect with her. So we may have um, a caller in queue for a quick question. Let me just double check and make sure um, that the button wasn't hit uh, by mistake. Let me just double check. All right. Hello, caller. You are live on the air. Do you have a question? Hello. Hello. All right. Thanks. Okay, great, great, great. So sounds like they just want to say hello. So hello, hello. All right. And um, what's next for you, Stacey? What is next? Well, you know, well, I I was fortunate to be able to bring on board. We, I have a licensed nutritionist and dietitian on board, so I'm able oh. to customize plans even more for our clients. But I think, you know, what's next is to continue to grow and to continue to teach. You know, we'll start in Richmond and just to, to get out into the community to teach people the benefits of food and how your meal preps and the foods that you're eating can heal your body. I think it's it's a full experience. It's not just eating to to eating to 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 sustain yourself, but it's eating to heal yourself from the inside. So from here, fresh, fierce flavored food. We continue to try to heal Richmond by our by by food and educate people what food is doing to us. Um, and we start to get our meal preps into all the kitchens around Richmond and all surrounding cities. Oh, right. I love it. I love it. And in addition to um, meals, you also are advocate, an advocate for activity as well. Yes. So you you balance that. So kind of what's a, a day in the life of, an uh, uh, exercise day in the life of Stacey Rodriguez? <laughs> it's so insane. <laughs> so I, I, try to, I try to start at, at a 5 a.m. Um, fasted cardio session. So that just means on an empty stomach, I run out, to the, I get to the gym, and I try to do at least 45 minutes to an hour of cardio. Um, I just feel that it just kind of gets my mind right. It kind of helps me focus. It brings some clarity and, and a lot of energy for the day. Then I'm off to work. I do also have a full-time job. Um, after I work, I'm back in the gym. I actually have a powerlifting competition coming up this year. So I'm training. I went from oh, wow. doing a bikini, uh, an amateur bikini competition show um, last May to now getting into powerlifting. So I'm really involved in doing a lot of training towards the powerlifting. And, um, that's a day in the life of Stacey. <laughs> Get right. home after my activities and try to take uh-huh. the kids also. The kids, the kids have really taken a big um, interest in fitness. So every so often I try yeah. to take my kids either to a workout class or do something with them in the house. Wow. And they are they also embracing this clean eating as well? So 
I'll be completely honest with you. I'm not necessarily very strict with my kids. I mean, there are there may be Orioles in the house at times, uh-huh. maybe a lot of times. <laughs> like, you know, uh-huh. and I believe for the kids, there's balance. There are a lot of meals that um, I cook um, that the kids mm-hmm. love, especially if I'm testing out a new recipe. I try it on my kids first because if the kids like it, you know, adults are going to love it. So right. um, the, kids, the kids generally, they, they love to eat the clean stuff also. But since babies, I've always fed them, like, vegetables and salads and, and fruit. So it's not it's not a foreign concept to them. Wonderful, wonderful. So there you have it, listeners. Uh, again, connect with Stacy Rodriguez. Uh, this was your health and wellness segment. Help you out here the first of the year and all year long. Fresh, fierce, Flavored Food, LLC. Uh, she can be your private shopper. She can go show you how to shop. She can meal prep for you. Uh, again, Richmond, Tri-Cities, all the way to uh, Newport News, Virginia, uh, be able to connect. Any final words uh, that you have for our audience? Um, I will tell everybody, don't don't be afraid. If you if you want to try changing the way that you eat and you're just tired of feeling, feeling sluggish or bloated, don't be afraid to just make small changes. Don't be overwhelmed. The Internet can just overwhelm you with all these fat diets and formulas and counting calories. Just every day make small changes. So tomorrow when you get up, drink an extra glass of water. Don't go and reach for that box of cereal. Go and eat a, a bowl of oatmeal, you know, the old-school fashion oatmeal. Try to make small changes every single day and trust the process. Those small changes are going to add up and lead to bigger changes for you. All right. Well said. Well, Stacey, thank you so much for stopping by the show again and helping us all out, and we wish you much more continued success. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Great talking to you guys. You're welcome. All righty. So, listeners, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to be back with our second segment. Listen, my guests are hanging out in the virtual green room, enjoying some virtual snacks while they're there. Tasha Burks is joining us. Michelle Horton is joining us. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, my goodness. Go Higher University. You're going to get to hear all about it, all about these dynamic uh, young ladies here. Uh, So don't you move. We'll be right back. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this. Hello, we are 123jobzone.com, an online job search portal. We are user-friendly, and if you're searching for a job, with us, it's easy as 123. Step 1, go to www.123jobzone.com and register as a job seeker. Step 2, once registered, upload your resumes. Step 3, Get connected with employers looking for people like you who are ready and willing to work. Don't forget to follow 123JobZone on Twitter and Facebook to find out more about our upcoming job fairs. What are you waiting for? Stop by 123JobZone.com today. Good luck with your job search. Does your church or ministry have a website? Are you a local artist or author that has an established web presence? If you answer no to any of these questions, you're letting countless opportunities pass you by. Hi, I'm Charvette Mitchell. Mitchell Productions was created with your needs in mind. We will provide you with stylish and economical online marketing solutions. From email marketing to your own website, Mitchell Productions caters to ministries, nonprofits, small businesses, and special events. 
check out our portfolio at mitchell-productions.com. In today's world, a website is not a luxury, it's a necessity. And Mitchell Productions can create your website in a stylish manner at a very economical price. Don't let business, customers, or new congregation members pass you by. Visit Mitchell Productions today at www.mitchell-productions.com. Let us showcase your organization to the world. She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back again. Thank you to all those that are listening in from Twitter, from Facebook, from Instagram, uh, from all of our broadcast stations, from our mobile apps. Listeners, we appreciate you uh, for checking us out. Listen, we're moving right on in to our second segment. Uh, I'm going to be bringing up to the mic our uh, special guests uh, that are featured with us here today, Tasha Burks, uh, CEO of T. Burks & Associates an executive recruiting firm based in Charlotte, North Carolina, and she's the founder of Go Higher University. Listen, over the last decade, the savvy CEO has built relationships across the U.S. really while knocking down barriers for women in male-dominated industries, also introducing diversity into the workplace, and now she's on a mission to help prepare college students for success after college. And then... Listen, her bosom buddy, her her partner in crime, I'm going to say Michelle Horton, is joining us. And she spent over a decade in corporate America developing marketing strategies for leading uh, brands uh, in addition. And she's the president for the Go Higher University program and currently serves as a director of experiential learning and leadership development at Wake Forest University's School of Business. And they are here to talk to us today about Go Higher University, which is an innovative program that uniquely readies underrepresented minority college students for success in the workplace. Yep, 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 coming up to the mic. I'm bringing them up to the mic right now, uh, live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Hello, hello, ladies. Welcome to the show. Hello. How are you? Hey, I am doing great. Thank you so much, both uh, both of you, Tasha and Michelle, for joining us and taking a little bit uh, out of your schedule. And so uh, let's jump in. Tasha, I'm going to have you start off as the founder. Uh, I'd love for you to just share how this concept of Go Higher University even got kicked off and came about. Well, um, one of the clients that we support on the executive recruiting side had asked us to attend a job fair at an HBCU. And after a day, a full day from about 7.30 in the morning to 3.30 in the afternoon um, and seeing hundreds of students, there was only one student that actually garnered our attention. Um, mm. And I said, we have to do better. We, we've got to do better with you know, the way that these students are prepared um, because there was definitely a disconnection in presentation and just preparedness for um, their professional approach. So I kind of drove back to Charlotte and, and I said, you know, there's, there's got to be a way for, for one of the same reasons I, I was talking negatively about that experience. I said it's the same reason that someone else did not show up. 
So just a few years ago, I created um, the Go Hire program, but over the course of bringing it to certain universities and seeing the student involvement, I said, you know, it needs to be a little bit more robust. We need to do something to reach even more students. And, you know, I partnered with Michelle because she had a dynamic program as well, and she is a powerhouse with, you know, like-mindedness for preparing these students. Wow. Well, let me salute both of you uh, because oftentimes people will, they will see an issue, they will feel uh, a burning press about it, but then nothing happens. They don't, they don't move forward. They don't implement anything. So I really, really applaud both of you for moving in this direction and really change the needle and move the needle here. And I love that Go Higher University, um, you know, your focus, just as you mentioned, was around preparation, presentation, uh, the refinement of soft skills, and then also professional development. And uh, so, Michelle, let me bring you into this this discussion. Uh, Have you seen in the past some of the same things that, that Tasha has seen and how it was hindering perhaps people being able to move forward in careers after college? Sure, absolutely, and I think that's connectivity between um, the two of us is just this desire to close this gap to where students are, to where they need to be. Um, more now than ever, the competitive landscape is is, is challenging, um, and with just the transitioning of how people work and, and where they work, you're competing with people around the globe now, not just the person sitting next to you, and so there's a need, a constant need for preparation and just um, being aware uh, uh, about how to better position yourself, how to make yourself stand out, and really be able to take advantage of opportunities. So I'm excited to partner with Tasha. We've known each other for a while now and always tried to find a way to collaborate. And so I'm really, really excited about the opportunity, about working with her and just being able to really work on something that's not only necessary, but just doing purposeful work. So thank you for having us to allow us to share. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And kudos for girls working together. Yes, we can do it, and yes, yes we do do it. <laughs> so we are debunk- We are debunking that myth. And uh, so some things that just make me just, pause and kind of I don't even understand so we 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 came up and when I came up you know you knew okay if you're going on a job interview or some kind of job fair you knew to at least put we used to call them church clothes but to step it up a little bit you but that is lost it looks like in this generation and uh, one of our sponsors one two three job zone is is saying they're seeing the same things when they're throwing job fairs Um, what what has happened that People don't even know how to come dress to a job fair, and either of you can respond. Well, well we don't well. <laughs> I think I think I think with the with technology and that and having this proliferation of information, it's a blessing and it's a curse. Um, mm. I think the information is out there to know how to dress. If you just simply Google interview clothes, I mean the information is there. Yeah. But I think. Also, it's, there's so much that it's a distraction, and there are so many different ways of working now. So when you look at just geographically how different organizations and industries work, you know, if you look at um, tech industries versus, you know, banking and all of that, you know, a creative agency, you may can show up in jeans and your hair 
you know, looking a different kind of way. And we're seeing how people are working on social media. And, and so I think the students, quite frankly, are confused, <laughs> so to be honest mm. with you. I mean, okay. um, I think there's some confusion. And then there's this, you know, this, they're drowning in a sea of information and they don't know how to navigate through it. So the information is there, it's accessible, but they don't know how to use it and apply it to, um, to, the, to the new scenarios that exist. So like you said, when we were growing up, um, there's only one way to dress. For inter- interview means church clothes. But now, right. um, <laughs> I, think, I, I think they're misunderstanding based on the different opportunities to work. I get to work on the beach in my flip-flops, or I get to, you know, work in a coffee shop. So I think they're confused. Um, and, and so I think so, sometimes I think there's just this confusion and overwhelming um, sense of just based on so much information out there. That's great perspective because I didn't even think of it that way and that, that would add, shed some light on perhaps how, how some are thinking and, and, and their thought process of either coming unprepared or uh, coming in what they feel like they are already, they're already prepared in. And so what are some of the things? I know you have an event. You have something that's coming up. Um, so, Tasha, would you like to tell us a little bit about something that's coming up, that, an opportunity for people? Yeah, so Michelle and I um, have workshops that are coming up, and we will start the workshops in Charlotte, then we will go on to Greensboro and Raleigh, Um, and it's open to the underrepresented populations that have either recently graduated and still haven't found the type of position that they're looking for, or those that are set to graduate or set to go into internships. Michelle um, does a workshop called um, Young, Broke, and Almost Famous, where it really helps the students um, put into perspective um, their presentation, their branding, and their marketing. So just kind of like you guys are saying, where, where do you wear the church clothes? You know, where do you bring the flip-flops? You know, just really trying to understand who you are, um, trying to make your net work. Uh, affect your net worth and again just a lot of the presentation a lot of the communication you know some of your elevator pitches and and your your brief presentations with regards to you know how do you accept constructive criticism at the workplace things of that nature so that's her workshop and my workshop is going to be more so it's called would you hire you Um, At this moment, there are some students that, you know, kind of take a a narcissistic approach when it relates to, you know, this is who I am and you can either take it or leave it. But, you know, they find themselves in situations where it's like no one has taken it and they have left them. And so we start with the very beginning and, you know, working on the resume. Then we work on the interviews, how to answer the interview questions you know, why should I hire you? By the time you leave that workshop, you should know how to answer that question. What are your strengths and weaknesses? And then lastly, you know, just some additional things that take place um, in the interview process that they should gear up and, and prepare themselves for. So two different approaches, but definitely, you know, bringing a, a complete um, bring it in, bringing it into a complete circle so that these students are at least getting the, the preliminary steps to prepare and present themselves yeah. in the best possible way. First of all, I absolutely love the titles. So, I mean, spot on with 
you know, the title, the millennials, because I would want to, I'm like, that's young, broke, and almost famous. Like, that's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you're, you're young, you're broke, but you, you have a million followers on Instagram. I mean, that's not doing anything for you. So, like, I feel like those titles, you all have done really, really good in pulling in, hopefully that they resonate with, you know, with that demographic. And so what, what's the date, the location, and how can people register? Well, the first workshop um, is in Charlotte, and it's next Saturday, January 27th. And both of the workshops are going on from 9 to 11. The second, uh, the second stop of our tour is going to be in um, Greensboro, and that's February 10th. And the third stop is going to be in Raleigh on March 17th. And if they want to register, they'll need to go to our website, which is www.go. Higher and that's H I R E U, the letter U dot com. And there on the website, they can go to events and choose which location, which workshop they want to be a part of, and go from there. All right, fabulous. And listeners, we've put the link. Uh, also, if you're listening from Charvette.com, it's on the blog page about this uh, segment. So the link is right there. And then we'll also share that on Facebook for those that are listening uh, in that area there. And so I love that you all are um, targeting and helping the underserved uh, population. And do you feel that in – do you feel that – other cultures are preparing their students better or differently, or is there is there some missing link? And I'm going to come to Tasha first and to Michelle. Is there some missing link, perhaps, with um, the African American community that is that other communities have the the link on? You know, Charvette, that's a that's a pretty dangerous uh, question you've asked me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't had I haven't had a good day today. <laughs> Um, let's see. So, <laughs> listen, this is reality radio, so the, you know, this is my show. We can talk about what we can talk about. <laughs> so, okay, so it's a twofold question. Um, okay. I believe that some universities do a much better job in preparing their students for, for corporate America. Um, because of the types of internships that they bring to their universities, because of the employers that come to the job fair, because of the relevant material that they provide them in career services, and because of the auxiliary services that they offer them outside of the university. And they encourage their students to take part in those things with some of the universities that we have encountered with the HBCU population, it, it's, it's a uphill battle because I've had conversations myself that, you know, they take the stance of, well, why do we need you? Or how much is it mm. we, our students can't afford that cost? Or it's not in our budget to be able to give them this or afford them this opportunity or we have 15 different other, you know, workshops that they can come to for free. And I look at them and I say, when I started the program back in 2015, 86% of our students went to work. They went to work for Amazon, TIAA, Wells Fargo, and several other companies. It is a, it is a, a proven process 
I sit mm-hmm. in meetings daily with individuals. And for you to give me the pushback to say that a $40 investment for your student is not worth the $100,000 student loan that they will occur thereafter, it's, it's, um, right. it's, a, it's a very difficult thing to hear. It's, it's more yes. difficult to know that, you know, someone may feel threatened that you want to prepare those students better than them. And their practices, some of their practices are antiquated. Some of their practices, you know, it's kind of like an educator trying to, trying to teach someone how to behave in corporate America. Your education, your, your area of expertise is in the academic world. My area of expertise is in the business world. And when your students cross that stage, they immediately cross into the business world. So I do believe that, you know, as some of those HBCUs, they, some of them are not doing as much as they can with the resources that are coming to them and that are preparing those students to, to come out with jobs in hand. Um, and again, that's because of some of the resources that they're given by the state to, you know, prepare them in a certain manner. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and get off that soapbox before, you know, I get a little <laughs> bit more aggressive with my thoughts. And I'll let you <laughs> answer that, Michelle. <laughs> well, can I well, just interject, you, Michelle, before, you know, what is what is absurd about that is, is that we go to college for four years for what? To get a job. So if you're trying to figure out where to move money around on the table, it would behoove you that you make sure your your students get jobs, like number one. And then the Mm -hmm. other comment is that you, you have been in a position where you've gone to job fairs, so you can kind of say as an outside person, hey, this is what we're seeing. They're not prepared. (laughs) <laughs> They're right. not prepared. So anyway, okay. Right. All right, Michelle, your comments. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Tasha did a, a great job covering um, internally. And as an educator, I've taught at an HBCU, and, of course, I now teach at a majority school. And I'll approach it from a from a different perspective um, since I think Tasha did a great job, you know, shedding light on on what's happening with some of these institutions. I'll, I'll bring up another area of, I think, challenge, which is the actual mindset of um, some students. I'm a first-generation college student. So at the institution, my previous institution, upwards of 90% of those students were first-generation. First-generation students are four times more likely to drop out of school. There's a gap in terms of exposure and access and not growing up in a household where anyone has done this before that can encourage you and and help you understand to invest in yourself this $40. (laughs) Um, And so I think there's there's a a mindset shift that has to happen with certain demographics and especially in the underrepresented population when you have a lack of information and then coupled with the scenario that Tasha just spoke upon, it's just a double whammy, so to speak. So it is really hard. Um, Everything that she addressed, I see now teaching in the School of Business at Wake Forest where a lot of these students, to be honest with you, are coming from families where their fathers are CEOs of major organized companies that we all frequent Mm. on a daily basis or presidents of banks. So they're, they're getting a lot of that exposure just because of where, how and where they grew up. And so when you don't have that, 
um, it's sometimes difficult to now you're in school and you, you know, there may be some lack in programming or, or just lack of preparedness. You don't know what you don't know. And so you're, you know, that that's definitely, you know, a challenge there as well. But one thing that I also find rather absurd, if we're going to use that word again, is we will spend money to go to a Cardi B concert. And I love, you know, right. Cardi B, she is breaking records, so this is, <laughs> hey, no slight on you, Cardi right. B, uh, Bodak Yellow, I right. nothing against that. But while we're building Cardi B's brand, we're not building our own brand. And so right. you'll invest in a ticket to go see Cardi B, but why won't you invest, invest in $40 to make sure that your resume is tight and that, you know, you don't only have hot sauce in your bag, that you have a, a pressed out resume in your bag. And you can get a job. So you can continue to go to Cardi B concerts and eat well and live well. But there has to be an investment in you and your own brand, young, broke, and almost famous. Well, Cardi B is famous, but before we knew who she was, she wasn't. She was working on her brand. So invest in your brand. And that's what Go Hire does. We give you opportunities wow. to invest in you so you can hire you, so you can be young and not broke and famous. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. GoHireU.com. Again, go the word hire, the the letter U.com. Go there and connect. And, and it, it is, you know, because even parents will buy iPhones. My, my goddaughter right. who is, well, she got an iPhone at like eight or nine years old. Like, I can't, you know, forty dollars is nothing. And when we when we buy the children all of these other other things, it really is really is nothing. And then those of you that are on the periphery, listeners, you know, you're an auntie or a godmama, or you know, you you do it. You invest in them uh, if you don't feel like the right. parent will will do it. You you buy the ticket for them. You get the registration for them. I think you make a really great point, Michelle, about the the the, gen, the support from home. So I remember my mom. I think she was the first of her siblings to go to college, and so like my granddad, like he made sure, like you stay in school, you go like any whatever. He made sure she graduated, and so then I remember when I was going to school. My father went to college as well, but when I was going to school, and then I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop and work a little bit and go back. Like my mom, like. I mean, she just stayed on me, like, get your degree, get your degree, get your degree. But if you don't have that and you don't see the importance of, okay, now now you got to get a job, it's, it's, it's a cycle. So you need an outside influence to help give you that was my whole point to go kind of right. around that circle. Right. Wow. Okay, so I love this. So where do you all see this going? So you've got North Carolina. Do you see going to other states? We see going higher. No, I'm <laughs> yes, I like that. I, I actually agree. I mean, we would love, absolutely love to go to other states, but it's kind of like in order for us to get there, we have to have the, the buy-in not only from the students, but from the educational institutions and from their parents. You know, we have employers that we support, employers that come to us for diversity talent, but it's really hard to put an individual in front of them that is not ready because, you know, employers will quickly take their dollars out of um, HBCU job fairs because they can't get the talent that they are looking for. Um, so, yes, we to answer your, your original question, we would love to take it, but we need, um, we need the student involvement. We need the, the young grad involvement. 
it's got to be a partnership. And then it's a reflection on you, on you all's brand as well. So right. you want, you know, whatever you put out to be successful, you have a reputation that you've built with employers, uh, you know, with your the other things that you do. And so that all, you know, that's an impact. So it's an impact all, certainly all around. And so with this, uh, you know, this now we're going into most people that are in college are, are kind of jumping into their next semesters. And um, a couple of things, if there's somebody that's listening saying, hey, you know, I might not be able to get to, to one of the co- the um, sessions that you have. Do you have a couple tips, maybe three tips for that college student that's graduating in May or June and going to be looking for jobs? Any uh, maybe three tips? Let's say two tips apiece. So two tips from Tasha and two tips from Michelle that you would share with that kind of person that's listening. So I spoke to a student today that graduated in December 2016, and he is not working up to his potential at the moment. And he called and he said, you know, Ms. Tasha, I am looking to get into a certain area of expertise, and I have not gotten a call back. It's been almost a year and a half, and I haven't gotten a call back. What can I do? And I said something very specific to him and you know he's thinking very broad and I said find out where you want to go first then work your way backwards Um, if you want to be in human resources or if you want to be a cost accountant or if you want to be a CEO put your eye on that prize then work yourself backwards find the steps that will support you eventually getting to where you want to go um, versus driving around aimlessly and praying that you end up somewhere. Um, so that's the first piece of that's the first piece of advice. The second is learn how to communicate. You know, you have to be able to communicate because everybody is listening to you. Everybody is looking at you. And if you can't commute, communicate in an email, can't communicate on a voicemail, can't communicate in an interview, can't communicate on your resume, you are putting yourself at a terrible disadvantage. So those are the two pieces of advice that I have. A little uncon- you know, unconventional, but I, I believe firmly in them. Oh, well, they're excellent, excellent. Thank you for sharing. Um, I, right. I would say um, for, for my two tips, I would say the first one is Going back to, to one of the things we talked about earlier is investing in yourself, meaning taking the time to do whatever it takes to make yourself better. So there are a lot of there is a lot of information back to um, the information superhighway out there on the internet, um, YouTube videos and things in terms of how what some of the things that Tasha is saying and communicating. Just be the best in whatever area that you're looking for, which that means doing a certain level of an amount of research and, and information and to make sure that you have the right data and information for the area and the field that you want to be in. So when you do get that opportunity to communicate who you are and what you want to do, you're prepared. Success yeah. happens when preparation and opportunity meet. So you want to be ready for the opportunity, and and to fall off of that one is network, network, network. Relationships are 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 key. That's the new currency. So people, you know, they want to know you. They want to 
you know, people work with people that they like, um, people who they have a connection with. It's who, who you know and who knows you. And so most, I find that most millennials, most young people are intimidated by networking. They don't really understand it. They don't know. That means going up to someone and asking for a job. No, it's about building a relationship. So my first tip is a short-term um, tip, and the second is more long-term. Relationships are an investment. And it may not pay off immediately, but in the long run, it definitely could do that. I'm working at Wake Forest, which is my alma mater, and my old professor from 20 years, I'm dating myself, from several years back, <laughs> um, actually, actually hired me. And so you never know where these relationships could go, where your career could end up. So really just being being informed, re, do your research in your particular industry, in your area, finding people, LinkedIn and other social media platforms are it's out there. People are out there, and they're willing to help students and young people who are investing in themselves. I always tell my students, I'll have your front, but, you know, I'll have your back, but you have to have your front. You go first. So when people see that you're working hard, they'll get behind you, and they'll invest in you, and they'll, they'll help you get to where you need to be. But you got to go first. And you know oh, what? That's good. I just want to slide that's this. I want to slide this back uh, in here. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I want to slide this right back in there, Charvette, but before you get on LinkedIn, before you start, you know, quote, unquote, networking, learn how to communicate first, because right. you only get yeah. one time to make a great first impression. So, you know, don't think that I'm going to reach out to this person on um, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is, Snapchat, or I'm going to send them an invite via LinkedIn, and you don't know how to communicate. It is it is a turnoff. Or you go right in and you start asking for stuff. And yes. I can't I can't co-sign for you if I don't know who you are. And right, so once, right. You know, once you learn, there's a process to everything. And the process that we're talking about, go hire provides that. We provide yes. that information so you can do it the right way. And you, when you do get the opportunity, you can nail it. Listen, both of those comments, are they're good for – 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds, I know that you all target those that are coming right out. But what you all said, that was good for a whole lot. That's good for those trying to do their own business. That was good for a whole lot of us listening in today. So I'm really excited that we just had a chance to to grab a few minutes with you. Uh, listeners, Tasha Burks, Michelle Horton, uh, com. Ladies, I really appreciate you stopping by. I'd love uh, if you want to. To give in any individual connection points, if you have your own websites or any uh, social media that you would like to direct people to if they want to connect with you individually? Um, if you want to find me, I'm on Instagram. Uh, my handle is I am T Burks, B U R K S. You can also, you know, communicate with the Instagram for Go Hire, um, and that's Go Hire, G O H I R E dot U. And uh, I can get your messages that way as well. This is Perfect. Michelle, and I'm Michelle. also on Instagram. Yes, I'm also on the gram. And my <laughs> handle is Michelle O. Horton, as in Obama. So Michelle O. Horton. So when you oh, type in Michelle it. O. myself and the first lady will pop up, I'll be the next one <laughs> under Michelle Obama. <laughs> <laughs> You can reach me that way as well. All right. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you so much again for stopping by. And we just we wish you much more continued success uh, and that your whatever your hands touch turns to gold. And, and any student thank that you, you. touch, you. They, they reap a harvest just because of their interactions with you. So thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. 
All right, you're welcome. All right, listeners, that's going to be a wrap for today. We appreciate you guys for stopping by. And we're going to be seeing you and checking you out later on the web. Bye. Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.